I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to another Friday afternoon podcast with Glass of wine. I'm your host, Nancy Weber, here with my trusty co-hosts. Gina Schwartz, how's it going? And Andrew Schossler, a little more serene than, <laughs> than some of our hosts. Are we, how's uh, it going? Is, is that your, um, is that your catchphrase now? I don't know. Now that you have two podcasts, is how's that what you're... How's it going? Just what do you know? We'll <sighs> strike a light. Why is this happening <laughs> in my presence? I don't know. I'm feeling Aussie. Okay. Yeah. All right. And once again, we're joined by a regular guest of the show. Oh, Maddie, that's right. <laughs> Me again. My non-effective coup is still in motion. From Delicious <laughs> Words Sandwich and new leave from Hooked. Yes. Yeah. Oh, What's you're part of Hooked. Yeah, so I'm part of Hooked now. Oh, okay. Hooked is a, uh, is a fantasy role-playing plot hook story podcast. Oh, yeah. I see. Sort I'm of an improv storytelling podcast. Oh, I like it it's, already. It's very, it's like very high performance, low pressure, it, but okay. the, only pressure, <laughs> the only pressure you, you put on is yourself. Okay. <laughs> Especially when it comes to naming the damn story. And yeah, it's hard. Mm, here at Glass of Wine, we like to drink wine and complain. Not about the wine necessarily, but about life in general. But this is going to be an interesting episode where we're not complaining directly. Well, we'll find out. Well, we might. We might complain. (laughs) Um, We're going to be playing a drinking game today. Uh, Harking back to our last year's Christmas episode, which was... So fun um, <laughs> and uh, so over sherry. Uh, we, we're going we didn't to be, eat uh, a pavlova. We didn't. But today we also won't. That's true. Uh, we've got chocolate. That's the same. But before we get to that, <laughs> we are celebrating already with an Australian sparkling Riesling. Um, so Empirica by Castelli's Abulient. Um, so it's sparkling Riesling from Mount Barker in Western Australia. Also, just to... PSA about a year ago this time we created glass of wine so it's nearly our one year anniversary no, probably has it been a year yeah it my, has actually been just a little bit over a year yeah because my facebook told me so it happy just, one year happy one year happy one year happy one year, happy one year. Happy one year. all of us all of us part of the game <laughs> You've been listening for a year. <laughs> I have, I have. It have just, you? It oh. does not feel that long. I know. It's been, well, for some of us. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone. Oh. Just kidding. And me? Just kidding. <laughs> or were you? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm kidding. It's been a good year. It has been a good year. Yeah. I've enjoyed it. This is consistently one of the more entertaining and, and fun podcasts to record. Because yeah. I record a few. And this is the one that I'm like, okay, this isn't going to be any problem. Let's just have Let's fun with it. Let's do it. Yeah. Drink some wine. Like I said, low, low pressure. 
and not even high creativity. It's just like sit down and, and well, and I talk think to very kidding me. Importantly. I slog it out every <laughs> single time that I'm here. It's my favorite show to guest on, and <laughs> and fun That's fun so fun little fact before I start a delicious word sandwich. The yeah. only podcasting experience I had was on a glass of wine, and. Boy, were they different. <laughs> like, I love Delicious Word Sandwich, but Delicious, uh, sandwich, um, delicious Word Sandwich puts me in like an Orson Wellesy and obsessive kind of state for like two weeks straight, if you not three. You record that and you edit everything I all write, together I yourself. I write it, I record, yeah. I analyse the book and it's then I... scripted soundscape literature analysis. Yeah, with a bit of like radio fiction and serial. There's a bear involved. <laughs> a time-travelling bear, I believe. Yes, yeah, he's yeah. a demon as well. Okay. So, uh, I would like you all to tell me what you're, what you're drinking this with. Ooh. Okay. Well, I had a little sip and it's very um, best sparkly because obviously it's sparkly. Um, but I'm thinking grapes. I'm thinking straws. You're drinking this with grapes, and you're eating grapes and strawberries. Yeah. Ooh, that's meta. Nice. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're not yeah, putting yeah. them in the glass, are you? Um, no. Oh, it's like a, well, because we're bringing we're coming into a bit of heat. Something it's not hot. <laughs> yes, it is the first week of spring, and thusly we are <laughs> suffering through thirty-six degree days in oh, Brisbane. That's right. what happens. That's what happens when everything around you is on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Quite they literally, say it's spring. <laughs> um, so I'm dr- um, sorry, drinking this, eating grapes and straws, maybe a few bloops, and it's a nice. It's like hot, but there's a breeze, hmm, okay. and it's not a dry breeze. You know what I mean? No. What? It's a wet breeze. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's just rain. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lemonade in a breeze. Yeah. Yeah. I'm what about so- you, Andy? I'm just I- can I just say though? Bloops. Straws. Yeah, bloops, straws. I, l- I love yeah. it. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> no, Gina Loves. did did say she was feeling quite Australian. <laughs> Some bloops with Miss Straws having a dairy on the front deck. <laughs> oh no, that's so wrong. Mm. <laughs> you know who I thought of? Kath and Kim. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely soaking in in the wine. Okay. No, <laughs> <laughs> no like in a in a in a um a, a spa a or a, a cool Ooh. bubbly spa though. Ooh. I've got the got a little bit of bubble action going yeah, on nice, to go nice. with the bubbly things. <gasps> and I'm cooling, I'm relaxing, I'm in the breeze, mm. in the in the shade because the sun and I have it out every single year. <laughs> I wear sunscreen on my face now and I feel healthy. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, it definitely goes down very smoothly. I mean, you could you, nice. you could drink this on a warm afternoon yeah. and, and nothing It does else. say it's a very dry wine, but I'm not getting a lot of that kind of uh, tackiness that comes with dry. I'm Maybe getting, after I'm getting the, the tartness bottle. at the back of my palate. Yeah. yeah. It's very nice. Word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's lovely. What about you, Matthew? I would drink this after, probably a weird one, but... After scaling a mountain, like especially <laughs> if I'm on top of the mountain and I've got a good view over all of the trees. Because, of course, yeah. you're scaling a mountain with at least one bottle of, of sparkling I Riesling. Yeah. I can picture the solo man. He's just he's just canoed down this white thing. He's, he's taken off his, his shirt and his backpack and <laughs> wiped his brow and then... <laughs> draws himself a nice flute of Chardonnay. <laughs> 
Ah, this, that is the spot. <laughs> Fitness goals. And commercial, done. <laughs> that really got Andy good. <laughs> I, I think I'm also somewhere, I'm in the shade, but it's very hot mm-hmm. in on the beach, like uh, having like a picnic or something and people are out in the sun doing things, but I'm just That's sitting like there drinking That's like three things this. you hate. Yeah, the being, sun? In the, being in the shade, <laughs> being people adjacent, <laughs> both things that I'm happy with. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Preferable that way around. I don't like it being hot, but yeah. you know, it's Queensland. You can't always avoid it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Unless you move to New Zealand. True. Or Iceland. Iceland. Yeah. Well, uh, it'll just be land in a. Oh. <laughs> year do, you know, or so. <laughs> do you know Iceland is the biggest exporter of bananas in Europe? Mm hmm. Incredible, right? I what? did know that. Yeah. Do you know who's the biggest exporter of potatoes in the world? Us. No. Oh. The Netherlands. The Netherlands. Mm. Mm. I would have of guessed all Jamaica. The, of all the potato growing countries, the Netherlands mm. is the largest exporter. And they're not even known for potatoes. Mm. What? Uh, <laughs> one, of, one of my childhood shames was constantly getting confused between the Netherlands and, of course, Neverland. Yes. Like, it happened yeah. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are you pairing this with? What do you think? Let's play oh. one of the games. It is a little bit fruity, so I don't want to have it with seafood mm. because seafood and fruit never go well with me but I think some sort of mm, spicy Asian Thai dish mm. would go very mm. nicely I with this I want tacos mm. or like a pho is that how oh pho a pho pH of Vietnamese oh, soup yeah. Yeah. Pho. is it pho I've always I, pronounced it pho I thought it was pho yeah. okay yeah I want a pho or tacos okay so again spicy well ish yeah. <laughs> Matthew? Um, so, atop my mountain, okay. I have pulled out a box of a canteen, you could say, of fried rice. Fried and rice? Yeah, fried rice. I'd have this with fried rice. Interesting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he's gone again. <laughs> I'll just I'm take gone. out this fried rice and remove this microwave from my backpack. <laughs> Open that baby up, 30 seconds, dig, we're done. It is a, it is a very <laughs> weird picture that you've painted. Somehow, oh, my, your choice is here. somehow my Riesling stayed cold, but my fried rice stayed warm. Now, mm. the recipe that they've, they've put on the back of this, this wine mm. is sardines with chickpeas and parsley. Huh. Does does that sound appealing to anyone? <laughs> no. If it was, I don't like, understand how that works. Is that a meal? <laughs> Are the chickpeas like mushed up, or do you put it like a, a sardine on a chickpea wrapped in parsley? So no. So it is. You're kind of like uh, you're 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 flouring the sardines mm. and setting them aside, yeah. uh, and, and you're mixing bit, yeah. parsley, lemon zest, and about half a garlic in a separate bowl, oh. and then you're uh, frying them, and you put the things on top of them and glaze them. Can anybody else at this table do parsley and its horrible older brother, coriander? No. Um, I, don't, I can't I don't stand care. coriander. I mm. don't feel strongly the way. I mean, that's, really? it's genetic. So What's it, genetic? Yeah, that, is, that it's, a, it's, it's like a poison detection response. Mm. Um, Some people detect coriander with like a soapy <coughs> taste that they hate. 
And that's, it's, it's a, there's that's a specific it. gene that, oh. that does it. The, t- yeah. the tiniest flake of coriander in any mouthful, and that's all I can taste. Yeah, no, and ruins everything. I mean, it's it's a strong taste, but I'm not like mm, I just go that tastes like a bad leaf. <laughs> I will it. say, parsley, when it comes to the food the pairing, to mm. when it comes to the food pairing, you are all as wrong as you could have been. Okay, all right. <laughs> well, we didn't choose cannibalism. <laughs> there is there are six. <laughs> cannibalism isn't always wrong. Fight me. <laughs> uh, there are six options, starting with raw fish. Oh. Lobster, Ooh. sushi, oysters. So everything you said not to. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I drink this I think and like the last thing I want buttery, is a bit of fish. Buttery lobsters, I think this could go well with. Like no, buttery, no, 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 Mornay no, no, no. sort of thing. Yeah. This yeah. would go nice Maybe. with cleanse the palate. Sashimi or antipasti. Wow. Yeah, those are the yeah. pairings. Um, Somebody's invested in ginger. I don't like seafood. So I can't, <laughs> I can't, I never have the urge to I pair a wine with seafood. it. But I, I think, yeah, something like a, a pad thai or a pho, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, something a bit spicy and fresh, which would be nice with. It's too sweet for seafood. I it like it. Sweet, mm. yeah. Yeah. I, I think I would, it. And I find it too, t- again, too tart for seafood. Like yeah. the sourness of it puts me off. Like it's too good to have alongside a Big Mac, but you mm. can do it. Yeah. Oh. I was... <laughs> I always remember that scene in Sideways when he's at the fast food yes. joint. And yes, he pulls, like, the glorious wine. <laughs> yeah. All right. As long as it's not a fucking Merlot. Yeah. <laughs> Enough wine. I hated Merlot after seeing that. <laughs> and I then you found one avoid. you liked. I, and the first recommendation I had from, from Good Pay Days when I, when I signed up was a Merlot, and it was delicious. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they knew. They knew. So as always, this, this wine was supplied to us by our sponsors, Good Pay Days. Good. You can find links uh, to their website uh, on in our show notes, or you can just go to goodpairdays.com and use our our code glass of wine with an H at checkout to get twenty five dollars off your first order. And if you use that to add a, a fourth bottle of wine to your regular three bottle order, you get free shipping as well. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So that's that done. Yeah, it is time for the game <gasps> now. So we've decided. We're playing a variant of truth or dare. It's true. Where there's a standard dare. If you get asked a question and you don't want to answer it, you have to do the dare, which is finish your glass. Mm. Wow. Bold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and yes, Andy just refilled his to uh, quite Sweet. a substantial amount. Bold. It's good to, uh, <laughs> substantial. I, I went up to the bold where you're to supposed be fair, to, to get... To be fair, Andy's pretty keen to answer any questions. Um, might someone refill it's me? Nice. It's nice wine. Who who has one to go first? Well, I think our guest should go first. Yeah, good good call. Oh. Yes, yeah, so let's do it directly <laughs> over Maddie. the equipment. Um. <laughs> Yes. Do you have a first truth for someone? A first truth for someone. Mm. Someone at this table. We should clarify. (laughs) So, so not JFK. (laughs) (laughs) Who killed you? (laughs) (laughs) What if he answered? That'd be cool. Oh, that would be would be. JFK, right in last week's ghost episode. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Oh, there's a good one. What? All right. Should yeah. Shall I start? Yes. Yes. Please. (laughs) All right. How, how are we doing this, actually? Are we picking, yeah, well, picking someone or pick just... A person. Pick a person. And then if it, if it starts a conversation, we can talk about it. Yeah. Very good. Zane. Yes. Truth or dare? Truth. 
<laughs> so have you ever done a, a Ouija board thing? Oh. Have a seance? Yes, yeah. I have. You had, had a seance? Please. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Well, look, a seance is literally just people sitting around a table trying to communicate with ghosts. But how sincerely did you try? With a Ouija board? No, with a Ouija board, no. <gasps> no. With How someone who, <laughs> who said that they were a medium. What with, were they? With well, an envelope. We sent letters to the spirits. I didn't hear anything or see anything, so... What, did other people? No. Oh. Yeah, it was kind of... That's, it's not a very good story. <laughs> um, I just... I believe in it too much. I can't do it. And really? I Why to. do you believe? Um, Reasons. I mean, when when I worked <laughs> of course. in Bundaberg at the newspaper, we, I, it was my job for a number of years to write the horoscopes. Ah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it was literally me going, hey, Aries, don't be a dick so much. Hey, Aquarius, you're all good. Yeah. Um, and that was based on your nice years one. of astrological... Oh, yeah, I had to do the stars every night. Uh, When it was overcast, I I had to say, sorry, can't do horoscopes now because it was overcast last night. No, 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 you get into a rocket, you go (laughs) to the stars and you take notes. But we did end up talking to or basically hiring a a local medium psychic person. Um, Hiring was very loosely we didn't give her any money she was just got her name and an ad Uh. in the horoscopes and so she was very she would go into great detail not in the horoscopes about how she experiences visions and gets information and she was a little bit uncanny with what she knew not about me because i never really spoke to her but about some of the other people so they say so again so they say like i I feel like these people also wanted her to be able the one time i've gone to a psychic have you ever spoken to my dead grandfather you know my dead grandfather he he died a couple of years ago of a heart attack yeah you know anything about him his name was joseph (laughs) um the one time i went to a psychic she told me uh that i was going to this was about 10 years ago now, uh, that I was going to go to LA and be a clown on TV. Oh. Mm. And, uh, and that I should be very careful uh, when I have sexual intercourse because uh, the likelihood of me fathering an unplanned pre- a child is great. And I was like, mm. <laughs> you're not very good. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. She read mm. you wrong. She read me wrong. Maybe she was just, you know, observing your aura and saw how how virulent you are, how mm. how I mean how virile you are of a man. I will this. say my family is known to be quite feckened. Um <laughs> in that like I was conceived a few months before technically it should have been able because my father had a vasectomy. Oh, I um, see, okay. And, and both of my siblings have had unplanned pregnancies. Um, that have like have through birth control. Well, who knows? Mm. Maybe maybe you'll be. Yeah. Maybe maybe <laughs> I'll be a lucky, <laughs> lucky, a lucky dad. dad. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. maybe I have a query. Yes, Gina. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> Truth or dare, Gina? Truth or dare? Truth. <laughs> <laughs> you don't just want to finish your glass on a whim. <laughs> have you have Have you ever had any brushes with the supernatural, like ones that you sincerely believe in? No. No, not really. I just, I believe that other people have. Um, Like I know other people that have probably had and I've had enough. I think that when you die, you die. Um, Mm -hmm. There is probably no heaven or hell. 
But I think there's probably if you die and you're like, fuck this, I have unresolved business. I think there's like a place in this world that you go to until you're ready to fuck off. Now that's interesting. So, so if you if you if when you die you're dead, yeah, what what would keep you around? Well, yeah, to, what is sticking around? Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't. I'm not coming here to tell you that I know the things. I'm telling you I don't know, and that's why I'm scared. Because I, I think that there's things that we can't explain, and there's no other explanation for it except for. But spirits. you do think that those things are people and not just things that aren't people but aren't something that we can see all the just time. Odd phenomena. Um, I never thought about it that way. I think either people or demons or something like that. Mm. But. <laughs> Demons that aren't from hell? Yeah, see? <laughs> see, that's the thing. It's a slippery slope. Like, I logically don't believe in heaven or hell. Mm. But if I believe in spirits and maybe therefore demons, then where the fuck do they come from? Mm. But I think everyone who has ever died and come back to life has have said that they there's nothing, that it's mm. black. So I believe that. That's probably just because they went unconscious. No, but there's or, you people know, you can't who have... Rem- you can't remember things from the other side. Well, re- researching well, a story, one person described like what they thought was death was like a bunch of like white veils constantly shifting in front of them and oh. across all of their senses. And it Were was they silent. in a hospital? Yeah, yeah. It was like a their heart stops kind of thing. Yeah. Turns out it was just the nurse getting really <laughs> friendly with their face. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Cleaning. Turns <laughs> out it was just the nerves firing <laughs> randomly as as their brain shut down. Yeah. <laughs> I have I have two kind of spooky incidents. Now, I'm not a believer in the supernatural, and I acknowledge that it's probably just me either remembering it or just interpreting it differently. Uh, differently, but the the night that my uh, my mother died, she was it was she was a breast oh. cancer. She 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 died at home, and and it was it was probably about an hour or two after um, we were certain that that she'd gone. That uh, we had the the funeral parlour in and, and doing that. It was a bit of an, an awkward house. Um, to, uh, they got her on the on the hospital gurney um, to, to to get her body out, but we had to go through the through the back door mm. and it was, it was a bit of a tight fit it's just an awkward squeeze you know the hallways are quite small mm. and as we were going down the the backyard I swear I heard in my mother's voice Andy almost almost like you know my mum was a, it, it, it was laughing at the at the absurdity of the whole thing she has to be wheeled out through the back mm. through the <laughs> through the garden she doesn't even have the dignity of going out the front door or something yeah. and then a few months afterwards um, just a weird dream. We were talking about dreams last week, um, where I was I was in a house that in the dream was familiar, completely unfamiliar to me. You know, as I'm remembering it, whatever there, there was a party there. My mother was there. Okay, that's it's a I, dream. No, it, she yeah. wasn't a ghost, but I knew she was dead. Mm. Uh, mm. One of those bizarre situations. Anyway, we're talking for a little bit, and then she just goes, "She's cold," and I wake up, and my wife is shivering beside me. And I go, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit spooky that, you know, my brain chose, you know, the image of my mother to, to yeah, pass yeah. on that information. Yeah. Mm. yeah, just a little weird thing. Those that things. It's, I can understand how people who are already susceptible to believing that there is, you know, a supernatural would take that as evidence of, well, you know, what else could it possibly have been? It mm. must be her, her yes, spirit yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Mm. 
I yeah, see I I was kind of a non-believer, but I just feel like there's so many like what other explanation can there be? And like people's professions are you know, talking to the dead or whatever. No, <laughs> that's not a profession. Well, like they it's, make money off it. and They do and it's all acting. Yeah, None I of think it's real. some of it is, but I think some people... They're not talking to ghosts. I don't know. <laughs> all right, I have a question. <laughs> Matthew. Oh, no. Truth or dare? Truth. What are you most ashamed of? Oh. Oh. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Raising his glass to his lips. <laughs> oh, Do you oh. know? And you're pretending to think about it? One leaps to mind, but I'm hoping there's a different one. <laughs> <laughs> that, that you're more ashamed of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just not this one. <laughs> Oh dear. Um, but this one's a little sexual in nature. <laughs> they always are. Mm-hmm. I'm ashamed I wasn't more, uh, not adventurous, just more assertive in asking people I was interested in out. I I stayed quiet. Yeah, oh, that's right. never a regret of mine. <laughs> <laughs> one beer and she's anyone. <laughs> <laughs> no, mine is the. I wish I had said no more. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Because you don't like the way it turned out or it didn't? Both. Like it's, I don't like the way it turned out, but also I, back in the day, still now, I guess, you like the idea of dating or you like the idea of being with someone and then you do it and you're like, actually, this isn't fun or this person isn't great. See, I think I'm, I'm the reverse because I didn't. I think, uh. in a way, I've romanticised what I could have had, mm, and so yeah, I don't. There you go. Yeah. I don't actively regret it, but there is a part of my mind that wonders how would things would mm. things be better mm. if I had been more assertive or just yeah. more confident. Yeah, I have that. Kind or just of cared less if the answer. If was I ever no. have that yeah. kind of thought, I'm like, that's a stupid part of my yeah. brain talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But on this occasion, I fancied myself quite a fun Don Juan, and I was mm. like, just like you know, that idea of just going out and you know, asserting <laughs> like asserting your personality and just that's like the, seeing what happens. Like it's the night where you undo the third button on your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm talking about different thing. It's just like. What early in the night, and I already like because I was on the guineas and they're quite strong. And he's just like, "How? Who's got the? Who's bold enough to? You know, he dared me. He's like, who can undo the most buttons of their shirt throughout the night? Okay. And it's like I'm a I'm a pirate, so I like having my shirt open anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> um, but on this occasion, I was at a house party and someone just in, like said, "Hey Matt, do you want to ride home?" And I was, I still had like half a drink left and I was like, nah, nah, I'll stick around and finish my drink. And it was quite like a lackluster night. Like nothing really happened, no real good conversations or anything. And I started talking to this lady and I wasn't that interested in her, but you know, the conversation went, went on and on. And she, like I'd been around to her place before just to hang out and I knew she was within walking distance of my home. And you know, the conversation, you know, escalated and it Mm. became a, a bit saucy. And she she had more money than me. So she okay. got she got the Uber back to her place and you know, the romance entailed. But 
a big part of my motivation for me letting that go on because I was, really wasn't that into it was just so I was within walking distance of my home. <laughs> and I walked home a happy man. Yeah, yeah. it's a thing. Mm. Yeah, that's probably the thing I'm most ashamed. Of. Couldn't have just asked to ride, ride home. <laughs> she invited yeah. you up for coffee, and you knew that coffee at this hour would just keep you up all night. So no, thank you. I'll just was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, sorry, I won't have coffee. It's sex or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I have one for Andy. What is... Oh, well. Truth or death? Truth. Truth. Okay. What is... <laughs> what is the worst thing you've ever said to a loved one? The worst thing? Like, and, and like that's really hurt them and really you felt ashamed it? for it. Yeah. I don't think I have. What? Come on. Well, I'm sure my wife is screaming. She's, <laughs> she's like, actually, Andrew. Really? You think? You think like uh, your? I've never your wife. I I know her name, but I won't mention <coughs> her name. Um, your wife more so than your parents, because I know going through like adolescence, like I say some truly terrible mm. things to my parents. I never. In my adulthood, and certainly to to my wife, I've never said anything. With the intention of hurting, hurting her, mm. I, I think that's very mature. I fully acknowledge that there are things that I've said that she's interpreted in a way that has been hurtful, and that's just a matter of communicating say, uh, further. Hold on a second, you know we're two different people, and I meant it this way. I didn't, you know, mean for it to come out like like, like this. Again, it's not it's not covering for it. I really didn't intend on doing anything, but probably. I, I, I can't even think because it's not it's not something that I've ever I've ever done. Probably the the worst thing that I've that I've done that has hurt my wife the most is not being more proactive about losing weight. And that's hurt her. Yeah, at at the same time where she lost she lost quite a bit and was very um uh was very determined went to the gym, dieted for a long time. I wasn't doing it alongside her mm. um, with anywhere near as much enthusiasm. Yeah. And that was discouraging or...? It's just... Implied disapproval or implied I guess disregard I, maybe? I guess that's, that's a regret that I carry that I wish I had mm. because I'm doing it now and I wish I'd done it years ago. Oh, okay. Um, and I know she... she has been hurt by that. Yeah, okay. Interesting. Not in a way that caused us to split up or anything, yeah. you know, th- th- that severe. Well, that's because you're referring to her as your wife, <laughs> not your ex-wife. Well, <laughs> only until the ink dries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I open that up to the table then? Worst mm. thing you've ever said to a loved one? Is, it, is there something that you've said? I don't know, you? probably, definitely, but I can't think of anything right now. Let's talk and then maybe it'll come up. I mean, I mean, I, I going through a phase in adolescence, like I said, I hate you to my parents mm. a lot. And it was never true. Like it was never like I actually hate you as a person. It's always like I am so frustrated with this situation right now and you are the one confronting me with it. Yeah. I hate this. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like you don't have that vocabulary when you're a teenager. And so you slam a door and... 
yell at them. Mm. I sort of something. Um, so it's not my family or a past boyfriend, but a really, really good friend of mine, Darcy Jones, who definitely doesn't listen to this, and I've said his full name. Fuck. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, he definitely does listen to this. Yeah. I, I always that came ref- out with such deliberation. I, <laughs> I, I always refer to him as his full name. Always have because I in uni I was just like. He annoyed me so much um, in a loving way because when I first broke up with my first love, who I thought was the love of my life, he was really there for me and I always appreciated that. Um, And then I guess he – not that he got distant but he just, you know, lived his life. And um, I at the time was doing uni five days a week – eight till six Ugh. then going to work Ugh. seven hours a day Saturday Sunday and I was broke poor and Darcy I remember him during class one day well like at lunch break or something he was like oh I'm trying to remember it he was like oh you know guess what I did on the weekend Gina guess what guess what all this and I was like and I really was a real C to him. And I said something along the lines of like, oh, what did you do, Darcy? Huh? Oh, with your <laughs> – I can't go out because I pay for my own stuff. I don't use daddy's money. <laughs> and he – it was the worst thing I've ever done because his face was just like – hit. well, it hit him. Yeah. It hit him because I mm. got – I'm one of those people who – can be a real C because I know exactly where to hit people. Yeah. But I don't like doing it because but I can if pushed. And that's why I felt really shit. Like I went mm. into the toilets and cried. I was like Did you say sorry? I was <laughs> at any point. <laughs> I did like Oh, okay, there you go. <laughs> Not at the time because I was too I mean that yeah. that's fine. Like cheesed. I didn't say sorry at the time to my parents. Yeah. I have since apologized yeah. for yeah. being a teenager. I still bring it up which I still partly blame them for. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ask to be born mum and dad. I still bring it up drunk at parties. I'm like, "I'm sorry." I was a bit. He's like, "It's been 5 years." <laughs> I, I find that is like the darker side of the coin of being like a really honest kind of person yeah. is that you do know how to like you know, it's not up. it's not like you go through life pulling your punches and stuff, but you kind of do have this really deep, powerful cutting power to take people down, and you don't want to use it. But do you exercise it though? I personally, me, yeah, no, no, I don't like to exercise. <laughs> Wait, uh, so you just say everything that's on your mind forever? I'm very earnest. Yeah, I mean, Mark Mark Twain always said like, if you so you insult people if you if you think that they deserve insulting. I'm, f- I'm frank, but I don't I don't do it in an insulting <laughs> yeah, way. I do it in a constructing constructive way. Like. There's a, there's a difference between honesty and blatant honesty, mm. because there's a philosophy of blatant honesty in where you where you say loud exactly what's what's on your mind at, mm. at the time. So if somebody's pissing you off, you're pissing me off. Well, I'm not. I'm not for these reasons, and it wouldn't. Yeah, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be kind of crafted or veiled, or you know, (laughs) wrapped up. You know, very lovingly. And you know, (laughs) here's your truth. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) hope you enjoy it. (laughs) No, no, it's just there. It is in your face. Yeah, Mm. truth is the pie that you smash into someone's face. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I couldn't do that. I couldn't be blatantly honest. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not blatantly honest. I'll retract that. I worry. I worry that I will be. 
when I'm an old man and I and I lose the last fuck that I give, yeah. I worry that I will be that person because I I spend a lot of time figuring out what I do and don't say to people mm. um, because you know I have opinions and uh, some I, I worry that I'll lose that filter one day and <laughs> the yeah. world will well, be a bloodier place for it. Yeah, yeah, I feel well, that. Can I open up a question to the table? Because this one yeah. is quite quick. What's the fastest everybody has ever driven a car? Not on a <laughs> racetrack. That's a fun one. <laughs> not on a racetrack, not in not in controlled conditions. Like mm. you've deliberately gone above the limit. What's the fastest you've ever driven? <laughs> um, I think when I got my peas, I think I've told this story. Um, it was the very first day I got my peas and I tried to overtake a car and there was a truck coming in the other direction. <gasps> yeah, and the you car have a yes story. Yeah. And I went up to oh, like screw um, it, let's go. <laughs> oh We're God. committed now. Well my best friend is was in the seat beside me and she was like ah So I think I got to like one twenty, one twenty five, but my car was a nineteen ninety nine Toyota mm-hmm. and she was like <laughs> But she did it. Shedding bolts. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> my first my first car was a nineteen eighty seven Toyota Camry, mm, one that was so horribly, horribly painful to start. Mm. My father had installed a little choke, you know, a manual <laughs> choke on it, just to just to feed it some fuel <laughs> to get it going in case I ever, you know, happened to happened to be caught out. I managed to get that up to um, one hundred and sixty. <gasps> no, on a dirt road coming back from a weekend at Agnes Waters with my, oh my university God. friends. Oh, those mm. those roads were terrifying. They were still dirt at that time. Yeah. And can I just say, the fuel economy on that thing was amazing. It's better <laughs> than I can get now doing doing regular speeds. Oh my those God. roads were always corrugated, so as soon as you turned a little bit, you would just start planing. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> but everybody was doing it, so I did it too. No. It was fun, but we stopped pretty that's quickly. The, I'm... Yeah. A, I'm, I'm Pretty grandma-ish in in a car. Oh, like, I, yeah, I am. Yeah, now, yeah. The, yeah. the fastest I've probably gone is maybe like one twenty, one thirty yeah, when yeah, pushed yeah. in an overtaking okay. lane yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when you just have to kind of floor it to get Around. away from a car. Yeah. Um, and that was probably when I was being. Well, one time, <laughs> I think I've t- t- told this story before. One time, I think it was when your dad was here. Yeah. One time, going up to Bundaberg, there was two cars that were like tag teaming, blocking, oh, overtaking yeah. lanes. And I swear, as soon as I got the opportunity, I uh, that's probably the fastest I've ever gone <laughs> overtaking like, those two cars. You. Yeah. Hundred yeah, percent. Probably yeah, one maybe one thirty-five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. But I've been criticised of being, you know, an old lady on the roads. I'll typically drive about ten kilometres under the speed limit. Really? Yeah. Ah. Mostly, mostly for the fuel economy, but also it's just nice to, you know, be in the. Le- if I've got nowhere to be, I'll generally leave a lot of time to get where I'm going, mm. Mm. and I'm and I'm driving the bus oh, m- yeah. m- m- most of the time anyway. Um, so I'm quite happy to, you know, take the economy, you know. If there's traffic, I usually do the speed limit or yeah, the fastest yeah, yeah. that's safe yeah. because, you know, traffic. Yeah. But but if, if there's nowhere to be, yeah, then I'll, I'll probably stick just below. Yeah, yeah. and I'll, I'll eat the extra time on my own. That's fine. I don't think my boss should should pay for that. Mm. And I'll just enjoy the, the sights and the spectacles and all the other crazy drivers around. Matthew, <laughs> the reckless youth. My reckless youth. Um... Like I've gone on like road trips deep west and stuff, but I'm 
I'm because I don't know how to drive a manual. And uh, Mike, uh. really? No, no, I didn't. You, super- you millennial! I didn't have a manual. To Ruining the <laughs> manual car industry. You Good. worship, you worship Hemingway. Perhaps, yeah. the, perhaps the manliest man there ever manned, and you don't know how to drive a manual car. He had a deep feminine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so because I don't know how to drive a manual car, because I didn't have a car to learn in a Zena. Right. Um, so my 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 partner in crime on these road trips, Deep West, he the poor sod has to drive the whole like thousand kilometers okay. west. Surely he could just teach you on the way. Yeah, you'd think so, but I'm lazy. <laughs> well, stick so it into fifth, so swap, swap condition- seats, and there you go. You've got the next two hundred k's. It's so all his, yours. Yeah. <laughs> so his condition is I have to be the best damn company that ever was. But one time in my trusty automatic, I was driving to a film set, which happened to take place quite thematically with this wine up a mountain. Ooh. And on the way back, it was you know empty streets late at night after a long shoot. And I didn't realize, like, I wasn't intentionally putting the pedal to the metal, but I mm. probably downhill just through, like, the really smooth kind of... It was, very, it was like, it was, yeah. it was like, winding, but not, like, dangerously winding. And I got up to about, like, 140. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Downhill. Just, just, yeah, just on down. A one, oh, just on, down. Is, I was just cruising down. And I was... Got to like watch a, out for that one hairpin turn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, was, I, I honestly didn't intend it. Like, just the, the flow of everything was just so good. Right. <laughs> Uphill, I'm right with you. Uphill, mm. go as fast as you can up mm. up a winding road. But downhill, oh my yeah. god! I didn't. Wa- as soon as I realized what was happening, I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> no!" But um, yeah, I was in one of those like I was in like a really small car, which I call zippers. Yes. So you know, it's easy to kind of like lose track of how quick you're going because you're so low to the roads. So yeah. You're just like a, like in a little buggy, like me, and you're just <laughs> hugging the turns, and it's like it's yeah. What's what's the nicest car you've ever driven? Tesla. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah. cars to drive. Never driven a did Tesla. They're you, actually they're very scary. Did you have it on the road or is it just in oh, the in, in the parking lot? Yeah, just in the parking yeah. lot. <laughs> no, no, that's there's no shame. No, in it. but yeah. I actually like Mercedes better. Oh, really? Yeah. If I no, I don't know actually. Cars aren't my thing, but if I had money to spend, I like a Mercedes. Okay. Yeah. I drove a really nice Jaguar one time. Oh. It was like a nineteen seventies. Or like, something oh. old like a Chevy. Big. I'd love to drive a Chevy. Mm. I've always wanted the Thelma and Louise car, <gasps> the Thunderbird. Yeah. Mm. I drove in the U.S. a convertible for the oh. first time. It was around October. We were in in, in, in Vegas. Um, very nice temperatures to have the top down. Probably a little bit cool dur- during mm. the night if you're if you're out on the highway. I mm. loved it. I absolutely loved it. Yeah. You know, yeah. If, the next time I buy a car, it will be a convertible. A convertible. Ab- absolutely. What about in summer? I mean, that's when you use it. Yeah. But like your head my, gets. My hot. wife bought her mother's convertible. Oh. Um, on a, it, it was coming up to the end of the lease, and they right. they needed to get rid of it in order to to upgrade to. Some four wheel drive or something, um, and so she she took it. She knew it was was well looked after, and I love it driving that yeah. thing around with the top down. Oh yeah, it's bliss. I like old cars, like a a good old Toyota. Um, you know the ones that before power steering and the old like gear shift. I like those ones. <laughs> okay. Mm. 
Reminds me of a simpler time. <laughs> you know, the old van that we used to road trip in didn't have power steering. Yeah, have you ever <laughs> driven a car, a car without power steering? It is a fight. Yeah, yeah it's hard. It's it's you have to really fight hard. the wheels. It's, it's like lifting an anchor from a galleon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, maybe not power steering, but just like old timey. And those old, yeah. like, you know those old wheels? Like the really big ones? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or the ones that are just like, this is something out of an 80s movie. But mm. yeah. 80s? 80s. That's not that long ago. I thought you were talking about like I was is, actually. I was born in the 80s, Gene. <laughs> well, like, if you, we're, we're nearly 2020. No, yeah, so an old car from an 80s video. So maybe it's an older one. Or are you talking like yeah. an 80s model car? Because that's the first car that I had was an 80s model car. Yeah. It wasn't it, glamorous. 87 Camry, barely older than I am. Well, yeah, I'm not saying that they're glamorous, but I like the old-timey kind of ugly-looking cars. Oh, right. Ugly? Gross. Yeah. yeah. I think cars used to be beautiful. Now they're all boxy and square. And The 80s were terrible time for cars. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, that was ultimate boxy. Yeah, 60s, yeah. 70s, a good time for Well, like, yeah, cars. I think the 60s and 70s are good-looking cars. I think 80s are ugly-looking cars, but I kind of like how they're ugly. Mm. They you have know, their own. Like, all oh, the, the car out of Mrs. Doubtfire. That kind of ugly-looking, stripey... <laughs> Yeah. Gross. What's yeah. The, what's the car out of that? I don't know. It's ugly. It's like a, is it, I like is it, De- it. a DeLorean? No. I don't know. I know. The DeLorean's amazing. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's enough. It's enough <laughs> drinking. If you're going to travel in time, why not do it something style. with a bit of style? <laughs> That's all the, is all the truth we can hack for one one Friday afternoon. Thank you for joining us again. You can find our sponsors, Good Pair Days, at goodpairdays.com. Use our code glass of wine with an H at checkout to get $25 off your first box. And if you use that to add another bottle of wine to your order, you get free shipping as well. Also check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, glass of wine with an H. Glass of wine with an H. Until next week, I've been Zainzi Weber here with... Gina. And... And Andy Schussler. And... Oh, Maddie, that's right. And we can catch you on your other podcast called... Delicious Words Sandwich. Keep well watered. (laughs) Till then, everyone. So, what should I listen to now? We are Castology. This is our podcast about podcasts. We are your castologists, Patrick Shearer, Liz Best, and Zancy Weber. Each week, we'll bring you three of the best and sometimes not so best podcasts around. We'll also do the hard work and trawl the RSS feeds to find the newest podcast that should be on your radar. And then next week, we come back and tell you what we thought of the recommendations and bring three new sparkling podcasts to check out. Now, will we always agree with each other's picks? Probably not. But hey, you're clever. You know that's how reviews work. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any podcatcher of your choice. That's not kind of productions podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.